So the listeners who know me personally have asked me why I don't talk about business on BU. Well, the reason is because it just didn't feel right. I was following my gut, my heart, and my intuition. And now I know that the time is now. So I'm really, really happy about a decision that we made at BU. And that is to create a spinoff channel. So if you go over to bu.supercast.tech, you will discover BU in business. On that platform, I will share all things sales, marketing, team building, attraction marketing, building a business without sacrificing your integrity, your values, your energy, and yourself. I did it the wrong way for a lot of years. I was the queen of hustle and grind. And yes, I did build a very substantial business that I was proud of, but it came at a huge cost. And a lot of women are out there building businesses, sacrificing themselves. I'm excited to share with you what I learned and the evidence I have to prove that that new way of building business as myself, the real version of myself, without being cookie cutter, without sacrificing what really made sense to me in my heart, how that brought me more growth and more income than I had ever made with so much less effort. I've lived through both the before and the after, and I'm excited to teach you everything that I figured out the hard way. I will save you years and years of mistakes and painful lessons. And I realize that now is the time to do that. I'm truly, truly, truly all in with this. And I can't wait to get into that with you and go as deep as you want to go. You'll be able to interact with me. You'll be able to make suggestions about episodes, ask me questions. And I think you're going to be very refreshed by what you see over there. It's not what you're seeing everywhere on social media and in other programs. I'm going to be so real and raw and honest with you. And my greatest joy is going to be empowering women to be hugely successful without feeling drained, without feeling that relationships are strained, and without feeling like there's nothing left for you. There's a better way to build. And I'm going to show you how. So meet me over on Supercast and we'll get started together. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. Ten years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. 
And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, BU Collective. So I first want to say thank you to anyone who's listening to this episode. Thank you to those of you who I've been listening regularly and consistently. And I'm excited that so many of you have been here from episode one back on October 27th, 2020. You've heard me say that we got news that this BU podcast has been ranking in the top 100 on iTunes, and that just blows my mind. It's just, it's something that it's so hard to wrap my brain around. But at the same time, I had a feeling this was going to happen. And I had no idea when or what it would look like, but I had a feeling this podcast was going to be very, very successful. And the word success, of course, is relative. But when I say successful, I mean that it would land in a way that really resonated with women from all different backgrounds. And I envisioned women from all over the world listening in. And trust me, I've got an ego like everyone else. And of course, praise feels good and accolades feel good. But it didn't come from that place when I pictured women from all over the world listening to the BU podcast. I didn't need that to happen. I pictured it because I could feel that something bigger than me was telling me that that was going to happen and to prepare myself. So from day one, I assumed that this would go very well. And I had no idea what it would look like. I had no idea what I was going to say, what I would talk about. I had no plan for the episodes. I think people are very surprised. I'm sure there are people who either have some sort of a coach or someone mentoring them in how to do the podcast. I did not have that where they have everything laid out and they know all of the episodes that they're going to share and probably pretty far ahead of time. And it's all mapped out and scheduled out. I've seen some people on Instagram and their story showing their work they're doing on their podcast. And I have compared myself to them many times thinking, maybe I should be doing that. Should I be doing that? Should I have sticky notes everywhere? And should I have a system? And should I have an assistant? And should I know what my episode's going to be in, in six weeks? And I decided to just follow my gut. And my heart and my gut, which is my intuition, told me to just go with the flow. Talk about things that are on your heart, even the minute before you hit record. And as I've gone along, I have collected some ideas for episodes. When I'm feeling creative, when something comes to me or comes through, I'll put it in the notes section of my phone. I tend to not look at it though, because when I go to record, I just pause I tune in and I ask what needs to be shared. And that's working for me and it's working for you. So let's just keep doing that. I have a surgery coming up in actually 20 days from when you're hearing this episode. And so I do have to batch create as they call it. So I have some really exciting guests coming. I'm so excited to tell you that we have someone coming on for back-to-back episodes who is a brilliant naturopathic physician talking about how some doctors think differently, what that looks like, issues that are plaguing so many women with regard to hormones, menopause, 
the truth behind and about and around birth control. She'll talk about some of her favorite modalities, including acupuncture, hydrotherapy, homeopathy. I have McLean McGowan, host of Mother the Mother, who is a motherhood coach. It's a beautiful, beautiful episode coming out August 12th. I have back-to-back episodes with Colleen Cashman, who's a sobriety coach, talking about is it gray area drinking or is it possibly alcohol use disorder? And what's the difference between that and I think I might be an alcoholic and do we need to use that label anymore? And what if that's you? I have a beautiful intuitive healer who'll be speaking to you on July 22nd called Erica Alora, someone I discovered through Christine Hassler and she has really, really opened me up to new ways of looking at connecting with our intuition. And coming up just next week, we have Kelly Brock, who has a really, really powerful story of leaving certainty and stepping into the unknown, leaving a hugely successful career when she was the breadwinner, simply because she was following her heart and the beautiful happy ending to that. So I've never once shared with you episodes that are coming up in the future because frankly, I just sort of fly by the seat of my pants and I just, I share what feels right in the moment. As I said, sometimes the second I hit record, but because I have this mapped out and I'm feeling so organized, I looked down at it and I thought, you know, I should share that. Give you something to look forward to. Really great episodes coming. You'll be hearing even more guests. Usually I have mostly solo episodes, yet now that I feel more comfortable in asking people to be guests, And I'm also very selective about who I put in front of you. I have access to truly higher quality stories. And so you're going to be seeing more of that. As always, we have our text community. We have a few hundred people who have just joined in the last like month or so. And I invite you to check it out. You know, I don't want to overpromise because I don't put a lot in there, but about once a week, I'll send a message in there. And again, they're the first to know anything that's going on. And we have some exciting things coming. So if you want to be a part of that, the link is in the show notes, but it's 260-417-4675. A lot of you have asked when I'm going to be offering coaching or could you work with me or am I going to have any workshops? Because I had one in January. And the answer is, you know, I just don't feel ready yet. I feel it's really important to just be a student of Elementum, share with you twice a week. And then when I graduate in September, really pour myself into the book that's been wanting to come for a while. And then I'll reevaluate after the new year. And we have some beautiful things that I know for sure are coming in 2022. I'm envisioning a beautiful mastermind group. I'm envisioning some pre-recorded courses, workshops, and one day a big in-person gathering and you're all invited. So someone told me recently about a book called Call of the Wild by Kimberly Johnson and I'm really excited about it. A few people have told me that it's rocking their world. So go find that book and let me know what you think of it. Maybe send me a text. Tell me your thoughts. I'm going to start it in about a week and I'm envisioning her being a guest. I'm BU. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I just put something in my Instagram story about podcasting because 
a lot of people say to me, how did you start your podcast? I want to have a podcast. I'm afraid to have a podcast. I don't know what to do. And there are courses out there. There are people who already have some sort of program you can buy into and they'll tell you the step-by-step. But what I want to share with you today is more about the gray area, the part that you cannot get when you purchase equipment or you have a system, Excel spreadsheets, organization. (laughs) Those things are not related to what I'm going to share today. So if you feel that you have a message that needs to be heard, that deserves to be heard, but you're afraid to share it, you probably should share it. If you're feeling like you're worried about, you know, who's really going to listen, who's going to buy it, I'd like to start this business or sell this product or create this thing, start a book, start a podcast, become a coach, whatever it is. But I'm afraid. The but I'm afraid is why you deserve to do it and you should do it. You know, that calling was put on your heart for a reason. It was not an accident. Think of all of the different prompts you could get from God. Why that? Why did that come into your awareness? Because you were meant to hear it. That's why. You don't have to claim it. If you don't claim it, other people have the same prompt and some of them will act on it and some of them will not. But maybe ask yourself, why do I have that feeling that I should start a restaurant? Why do I have that nagging feeling or that recurring dream or that secret desire to take ballroom dancing? Where's that coming from? It's coming from your highest and most true and pure version of you. The real you. It's coming from your creator. It's coming from the divine. It's coming from the Holy Spirit. It's coming from your intuition. It's coming from your inner knowing, your internal GPS. When you get those fleeting thoughts, if you have a feeling attached to it that feels good, even if it's a nervous good, You're meant to do it. So when I felt the desire to start this podcast, I'm normally not afraid to start new things. If I make a decision to go, I go. I'm all in. That's how I'm wired. I may not know what I'm doing, but I usually don't feel nervous about it. I believe it's going to work out. I believe that with everything I commit to, I just decide that it's going to work out. I just don't know what it's going to look like. It might be messy. It might be difficult. I might fail. But at some point, it's going to work out. And I've always felt that way. I've always thought that way. If you don't normally think that way, try it on. And the way you can try that on, the best way, the most efficient and effective way is to start cleaning out that basement we talk about. Looking at the stories underneath that are telling you that it's not going to work, that you don't deserve it, that you can't, blah, blah, blah. That comes from the inner work, that comes from the somatic release, that comes from the breath work, that comes from movement, that comes from hand on the heart, other hand on the belly button, slow breathing, getting outside, sitting on the grass, praying, meditating, mirror work, empty chair work, journaling, all the things. The more you do of that, with plenty of time in between for just living and having fun, by the way, Don't take it too seriously. But the more you and I do that, the more closely connected we will be to our intuition, the more clear the messages will be. And you'll know when you get those hits if they are meant for you to follow right then. And you can ask yourself, am I meant to do that? 
you'll know the answer. You'll feel it in your body. What will you feel? I don't know. We're all different. I get this sort of like a warm feeling, like right around my heart center. I just get this really nice, cozy, fuzzy, warm feeling. And it's not very obvious. I have to tune into it, but I feel it. So when I decided to have a podcast, I had that feeling, I had that nudge, and I had no clue what the hell I was doing or how it was going to work. No clue. It was a little scary. And anything new will be, but it doesn't mean you're uncertain that you're meant to do it. And it doesn't mean you're uncertain about whether or not it's going to work. You're not guaranteed it will work. That's the tricky part, right? So you want to be in full surrender to the outcome while you are absolutely betting on success. (laughs) And you reevaluate if for some reason it doesn't turn out the way you're hoping, it was still worth it because you were meant to do it and there was a lesson in there for you. So the win may not be the outcome you're picturing. The win may just be the lesson and the growth that happens while you go through the experience. Either way, it was meant to happen. So whatever business you're feeling called to start, whatever it is, whatever project, and it doesn't have to be like having a business and making money. It could be, as I said, deciding you want to start taking ballroom dancing lessons. I have had that on my heart for years and I keep ignoring it and I keep ignoring it and I keep ignoring it and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back. I know it's meant for me. I know I'm meant to do that, but yet I never got the hit that it was yes at that time. I just know it's in me. I don't know if it was a past life. I don't know if it's what it is, but I know I'm meant to do that. So I will do it at some point. But whatever it is for you, my invitation for you today is to move forward and just say, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Now, again, if your body says it's not the right time, don't do it today. But when you feel like, yeah, I mean, it's time for me to try this. Whatever happens, happens. But the only thing holding me back is my fear. If you're feeling that, then step forward, confidently step forward. The fear of how is it going to work out? That's just a fear story. What do you mean? How is it going to work out? If it's meant to be, it will work out. You'll figure it out. You'll find the mentors. You'll find the coaches. You'll find the resources you need. There's so much information for free online. There's really no excuse not to know how to do something. You can Google anything. So when I started BU, I decided I was going to invest in nice equipment, even though I didn't need it. You could start a podcast talking in your, to your iPhone or whatever phone you have. But I decided that I wanted nice equipment because for me, the sound quality was so important. I personally thought, you know, I'm going to be the new kid on the block and eventually my content will speak for itself. But in the beginning, they're going to take me more seriously and think this is legit and not some hobby if I sound professional, if the sound quality is on point. The second thing I decided to invest in was a company to actually edit the podcast. Now, the editing is over my head. They make it sound good as far as, you know, maybe there's a little background noise or maybe for some reason I get really loud at one point and then really quiet at another point, or maybe I sneeze in the middle of it, or there's a siren. (laughs) You know, they take little things out like that. There's no editing as far as what I say, but I wanted to get a company that was very experienced in podcasting. I didn't want to have to learn myself any of the technical part. I was willing to invest the money. So I found a company 
with a great reputation, with a lot of experience. Is that necessary? For me, it was. It may not be for you, but it was for me. I know people that just have, you know, some person that they know, Joe, who edits and it sounds great. And they just use GarageBand and they download and send it over and it's, it's good to go. And, but this feels more comfortable to me. They create the graphics that you see on social media. They write all the show notes and they put it out there, right? They put it on all the platforms for me. All I do is talk into the microphone and then I take the episode and I pull it from the system I'm recording into, put it into my computer, and then I upload it into their platform called Basecamp. And I title it and organize it. And if I have a guest, I, you know, get the picture and the bio of the person and, and record an intro and I send that to them and then they do their magic and then it shows up. I'm sharing that with some of you who want to start a podcast because I have had so many people ask me about that. So that's how I do it, but it's not the only way, but it works very well for me. What I didn't do that I think I will do at some point is I didn't hire anyone to help me with, well, what should you talk about and what should be the order? And I really just let God handle that. I, I really knew that it would work out the way it was supposed to work out. I didn't want to worry about trying to make it perfect. I knew that the way it was supposed to be is the way it would be. However, I think what I'll do is eventually have some sort of assistant, right, who reaches out to Mary Sue Smith asking her to be on the BU podcast, organizes all of it, books it, gets all the information, and then I just get to show up on Zoom, right? And someone who who takes the information and does the work that I'm doing right now and gets it to the podcast company. I think I'll probably get to the point where I have someone doing that, but not yet. I don't need to do that yet, but that's something also that you can do. You could probably hire a virtual assistant for something like that. I'll tell you what you're not going to find in some sort of outline or manual. I'll tell you what you can't buy. And this is true with anything. Anything that you want to do well, you're not just doing for fun. Let's say it's launching a business, starting a new career, writing a book, starting a podcast. I committed to this and it's absolutely necessary if you want something to go well. You have to be willing to be consistent when no one's listening, when no one's buying, when no one's reading. You have to be willing to be consistent over a long period of time, even when you don't feel like it, even when you're not getting the results you want, even when you're getting negative feedback, even when people are telling you not only are they not buying your product, they're telling you that your product sucks, right? That's the part that, you know, that's the background story of Justin Bieber, right? How is he Justin Bieber? He wasn't just discovered one day, right? He was writing music and playing his guitar and singing on the steps of churches and trying to get into different radio stations. If you saw the documentary on Justin Bieber, every athlete, you know, you'll hear, let's say a story of an Olympic athlete and we see the highlight reel, but what happened before that? There's this whole behind the scenes of the injuries and getting up early and practicing for 10 or 15 years before they quote unquote make it. And then you and I see it once they're on TV and they're famous. Right. Some people are hearing about BU podcast now that we've been in the top 100. A friend tells them about it, but they didn't know who we were, you know, back when three people were listening or my husband, his tech company was just acquired. It's a really big accomplishment for him and his business partner and for the whole team. And I'm just so proud of him. And it's, it's really amazing. And the people that are seeing him now, right at this chapter, 
have no idea what happened ahead of time. Wow, that must be nice. Okay, well, it's 18 years of blood, sweat, and tears. 18 years of risk, 18 years of putting his house on the line, 18 years of not taking a paycheck many times so that his employees didn't have to miss a paycheck, 18 years of learning and unlearning and relearning and mistakes and failing. And it's interesting, right? So when you look at people, you've heard the saying, don't compare your chapter one to their chapter 38. Don't compare their highlight reel to your behind the scenes. Would I still be here recording twice a week if I didn't have the results that we're seeing? Yes. Why is that? Because I told myself I was going to give it a year and I keep my word. I told myself I was going to do this consistently week after week after week after week for a full year and then I would reevaluate and it won't be a year until October 27th. So if I still had no results that were visible, I would still be showing up. And that's one of the secrets to success in anything. That consistency over a long period of time, even when you don't want to, and even when you're not getting results. That's the part that most people are not willing to do. I had a business for 12 and a half years, and the people that wanted the results that I had weren't doing what I did. Must be nice. Okay, well, it must be nice to sit around and not do it. I mean, you know, like you have to, be willing to work. You have to be willing to be consistent. The three success ingredients that I teach for business are number one, being teachable and coachable. Number two, having a burning why or desire. And number three, being willing to show up and do the work consistently over time when you're not getting results and when you don't feel like it. So I also, with this podcast, decided to be teachable and coachable. I took the advice of the company I hired to do the editing. I took the advice of the branding company that I hired to create the look of the logo. What would be you look like? They were the experts, not me. I gave input, but at the end of the day, they gave me choices and I chose from those. You shouldn't compromise your integrity and you would never want to compromise deep down what you really feel is right just because someone's an expert. But at the same time, it's important to have experts, mentors, coaches, or even just someone who's 10 steps ahead of you. If you're doing something new and you really want to save yourself a lot of extra pain and you want it to go well, it's really wise to talk to people who know better than you and then choose to be teachable and coachable when they speak. And then the burning desire, number two, that burning why? Well, I didn't have a burning why to talk into a microphone. I certainly did not have a burning desire to have a podcast. However, I had a burning desire to share a message that I knew was put on my heart by a force much bigger than me that came through the portal of love. I thought it was going to be in book form, and I realized it was meant to be in this podcast and later in book form. So my burning desire was for that, to create, to not work for anyone else to be on my own terms, to set my own hours, to have full creative control, and to have full control of my income. I had a burning desire for that. And believe me, there have been many times when I have not felt well, or something happened and I didn't record properly and I had to record again, or it ran out of room on the thing and I had to stop in the middle of a great episode. 
I've had roadblock after roadblock, but I've just kept on going and kept on going and kept on going because the world is run by people who show the F up. Show up for yourself. Show up for your dreams. Show up for your desire. Show up for what you say you want so badly. Be willing to be consistent when no one's clapping. When you're getting feedback, whether it's amazing positive feedback or negative, observe it with no emotion. Don't let the good feedback get to your head and don't let the negative feedback get to your heart. Life is too short to not take the steps towards what you're feeling called to do. Don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about what the outcome will be. Don't worry about what it's going to look like. I have found that so many people get stopped by the how. The how is truly irrelevant if you are connected to the why. If you know why you're doing it and you're committed to doing it, like nothing's going to stop you. Come hell or high water, you're doing it. It doesn't matter how. Who freaking cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. Stop analyzing and stop overanalyzing and reanalyzing. It doesn't matter. Well, it kind of matters. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter right now. Just move forward. You'll figure out the how. You can have the plan and all the systems in place and all the shiny stuff, right? Picture a bike. Best bike in the world. Beautiful. Color. Sparkly. Nice cushy seat. Got the little ribbons hanging off the handlebars. But if the person on the bike is not going to be consistent, and they're not willing to get sweaty and lo- use their legs, who cares? How good is the bike? The bike is the how. The why comes from the engine of the person on that bike. The direction the bike goes comes from the desire that was planted on that person's heart. They will simply follow the desire and they will get to their destination. So start the podcast, write the book, do the dancing lessons, go back to school, become a pastry chef, whatever it is, whatever it is. If you're feeling called, there's a reason it is knocking on your door. 